It's the Seth Williams Show with Mike Kosoka. And here's your host, Seth Williams and Mike Kosoka. Welcome to another Wednesday night, a uh, stormy night, a short version tonight. I do apologize. I do have uh, some family things to attend to uh, this evening, so we'll be back to regular stuff next Monday and Wednesday, God willing, but yep. uh, tonight uh, it's going to be a, a goodie but a quickie. Well, every, every now and then a quickie is not a bad thing, Mike. I, I totally agree on... Two points. One, sometimes a quickie is not a bad thing. And number two, uh, so that nobody gets worried at home, this is a family situation. You have the opportunity to spend some time with your dad, who you haven't seen since you were in the hospital and in a wheelchair. And uh, you never have to explain family to me. I wish my dad was still around to go have dinner and talk to. So uh, it's going to be short and sweet, but uh, we got plenty to talk about on Monday. We are yes. going to not uh, do injustice to any of the big topics on the board, um, but please know that we're prepping for Monday and expect a hell of a show then. Yeah, let's just be honest. The Trump stuff we will be diving into on Monday, a lot of it. So we're not going to ruin it tonight, but Monday we will get into everything that's going on there. Um, but tonight... We're going to have Tony Masashi on in just a little bit. We'll get into our uh, new rock moment again. And uh, we're going to just you know, talk about the weather for a few. Guardians are playing right now, but in Oakland. Uh, good start, I guess, so far for the Guardians. Did you see what Peter sent me uh, put on Facebook or whatever? Yes, I did. Uh, there was I, a fire in a parking lot. Yeah. In Oakland after the game last night. <laughs> and Peter goes, eh, typical Oakland night. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. And given the fact that they're the paid attendance in Oakland the, the, is probably about twenty five hundred a, ga- a game, I guess we should be glad there weren't sixty thousand people there. Or would have been a you know, it would have been a major fire and a tsunami. Yeah, uh, Chris Aiken was supposed to uh, fill in tonight, uh, but he had some stuff that he had to take care of this evening. So that's why we're just going to do a very abbreviated show tonight so, so do apologize for that but again back to regular stuff monday and wednesday some storms are moving in from what i'm yeah. seeing you know and i want to uh uh wish and hope that everybody you know i hope nobody loses power i hope that the wind damage isn't uh significant we gotta you gotta admit we have been damn lucky in Northeast Ohio, because every single major storm, uh, blizzard, uh, rain has missed. It's either stopped 50 miles short of Northeast Ohio or started 50 miles uh, east of Northeast Ohio. And I have to tell you, can you uh, remember a more mild winter than we've had this winter? No, no. It's been a I was just talking about that with my dad a little bit ago. Is that, um, you know, for me, walking in the snow now with this, this prosthetic yeah. leg is a yeah. tad bit more difficult than, you know, previously. I mean, I hate walking in the snow and ice to begin with just because I'm an ass and usually fall over. But um, now it's even more difficult. But this winter really hasn't been that tough. No. Uh, there's been, you know, it's been pretty easy for the most part. Yeah. 
And but I did talk to the psychic Sonia last night. Oh. And she reminded me that um, she predicted that there was going to be three tornadoes in Ohio and that there was going to be flooding um, down south of here, um, like Kentucky, West Virginia, that kind of thing. And so some of these storms, they're saying, could be severe enough to produce that kind of thing. Correct. So, you know, it may not be this round, but she has predicted that kind of stuff happening. Um, Listen, I just, you know, four days of warm and sun and dry is what I'm waiting for. So, uh, looking at the radar now, it looks like it's going to get a little bit worse in an hour or two, maybe. Uh huh. Is what I'm seeing. But we'll see what happens. Yeah, they said eight tonight till eight tomorrow morning is the window for potentially wind. And severe rain and storms. So. Well, you knew it's coming because if you check the temperature for uh, tomorrow, we went from what, like seventy-five today, yeah, to forty-five tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. And there's, you know, I I don't want to. I the reason why I, I guess what I'm trying to say is this: when I saw what was going on with the storms and this, that, and everything, I was trying to do a little research regarding. Um, what's going to happen in Northeast Ohio. I did everything from Farmer's Almanac to a whole bunch of stuff. So I'm on the internet. And I come across this guy screaming and yelling, and that's the kind of video that'll catch my attention. Right. This guy's going nuts claiming that climate change is all a hoax because the, the, the climate change people say the sea is going to rise by 10 feet and uh, that's not true because the banks aren't putting that in the loan disclosure things. And I thought, wait a minute. So I went and looked at it and I go to the National Oceanic and uh, Atmospheric Association and all the climate and weather bureaus nationwide. And that's not true at all. The ocean is supposed to rise like by one foot by the year 2100. That's a 75 years from now. And B, the biggest reason for that is all the uh, ice that's been melting. And everybody knows that huge amount of the ice caps have been melting and hence the rise. Um, the reason why you should keep an eye on it if you're around in 2125 uh, is the fact that 80% of the uh, U.S. population lives near a coastal area whether it's a lake or the oceans or the Gulf and stuff like that. So there's an awful lot of stuff out there right, but, uh, ahead, sorry. on the internet. It just be careful folks. Now go. I will say this though. I live in Broadview Heights. Yeah. It is a very high elevation here. Right. And there is evidence of <clears throat> seashells and fossils of marine life. That right. It's been found in the, backyards of homes here and stuff like that right that prove that at one time the sea level or the lake level or whatever you want to call it was high as it is here yep and at, at one point receded or melted or whatever you want to call it because there were glaciers here and they did melt it how many years ago yeah so, i mean i don't think we had suvs and <laughs> stuff like that back in the day that was warming the sun to cause issues like that. Don't say it was dinosaur farts. I mean, there was something that caused that climate change uh, back in the day as well. I mean, 
Yeah, I agree. See, the thing about it is it's constantly changing. Everything from the Earth changing small degrees on its axis to... Um, uh, well, that's what it encompasses everything, man. Yeah, exactly. The only thing that we have to pay attention to is the ozone layer. Which the they, damage they that's up. being... Yeah, with supposedly healing itself. But like it I said, did. that those studies are still out. But if there's anything um, from an emission standpoint, it's like the ozone does a whole bunch of good things, like uh, keeping too much of the harmful sun's rays from penetrating and coming down to Earth to, you know, keeping the warmth of the Earth uh, trapped underneath the atmospheric level and so on and so forth. And that's the only thing that we're playing with. And it's only been in the last hundred or so years, but no, my God, it's like George Carlin said, you know, we're not messing up the earth. The earth is probably going to be happy to see us go the way we carry on and stuff. But um, uh, just for the record, I mean, every article <coughs> that I'm, I'm currently reading does say that the earth's protective ozone layer is slowly, but noticeably healing uh, at a pace that would mend it. Um, in about 40 years, it'll be completely healed. And you know what? Let's give credit where credit's due. An awful lot of the stuff that we used to use in aerosol sprays and stuff like that, industry has coped. And we have taken care of an awful lot of emissions. There's catalytic converters on cars, awful lot of smokestacks in plants and so on and so forth, capture that kind of stuff. Okay, you can say that about here, but... When it comes down to it, other countries like China and stuff like that are still producing more than ever. Um, well, here's the thing. And all kind of emissions and everything else you want to talk about. I don't, so I don't want to. I don't think America is going to be the one to save no. the entire world. Well, here's the thing. And on top of that, let's say, you know, Al Gore did come out and say many years ago that we were going to melt and all die uh, within like 10 years. It never happened. They changed it from global warming to climate change. Well, because that encompasses everything. And you can say that it's climate change because the climate has always changed. Okay. But it, it it's not that we're not having an effect based on the industry thing. And here's the other thing to be careful of when people say, um, you know, America this and look what China's doing and everything else. I will tell you this. China and India specifically are going nuts with coal and, and fossil fuels, et cetera, et cetera, because that's where we moved all of our, we moved all of our factories to China. We moved all of our factories to India. They're going nuts with coal and that, and uh, oil and stuff like that because they're making our products. It's not like they have some sort of advanced society and all kinds of consumer products and on and on and on and on and on. You know, we have cleaned up things here in America because we dumped it all on the third world. So you got to take that with a grain of salt, too. I'm just saying, you know, like I said, I, I, I want to let everybody know that innocently I come across this lunatic on on the Internet talking about the earth, the water rising 10 feet. It's like, don't get your resources from the Internet. Go to Cambridge University, go to the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Association, and go to the places where actual real scientists are doing the work and keeping the data and compare that and keep digging and then make yourself happy. Don't let anybody else try to make you happy for yourself. All right. So we're going to take a quick break and then we're going to go to Tony Masaccio live in Little Italy. 
Oh, so, does that explain your background? Yes, it does. See, with nice. pretty and everything. Else, I'm, I'm actually in Italy uh, waiting to talk to Tony. He's going to bring okay. me some food. Uh, right. So hang on. We'll be right back. What separates Triv's Restaurant in Strongsville from everybody else? Some restaurants you go to to eat the same thing over and over and over. But then there are restaurants like Triv's where you want to go there every single time and eat something different until you have eaten every single item on the menu. Why? Because the food's delicious and it has been for almost a quarter of a century. Triv's has amazing food, outstanding service, and an opportunity for you to have private dining, special events, and intimate occasions. You can enjoy a memorable fine dining experience in your own dedicated intimate space. Visit Triv's in the heart of Strongsville. Call now for reservations, 440-238-8830. Triv's in Strongsville. Joe Burdick custom flags are amazing. Each flag is handcrafted to reflect the imperfect perfection making each piece of patriotic wall art unique. This is a local small business, veteran-owned and proud. Joe Berta creates symbolic artwork that is built to last. Display your spirit, pride, and patriotism by calling 440-305-2065 and let Joe's flag serve you. 440-305-2065. Joe Burdick Flags. Let me introduce you to Charlie's Auto Repair. Any car, any truck, any problem, Charlie's does it right. You know how it is. The check your engine light comes on, you put air in the tires, and the light is still on. 216-470-0170. That's Charlie's Auto Repair. 13728 Madison in Lakewood. Charlie can do it all from small engine repair to fleet maintenance and system diagnostics. Winter is here, so call Charlie's Auto Repair for snow plowing needs. 216-470-0170. Charlie's Auto Repair. Let Charlie make your car great once again. Right back here on the abbreviated uh, Seth Williams show with Mike Jaselka tonight. Uh, we're going to wrap things up in just a little bit, but uh, we're going to get to Tony Masaccio. Tony, how you doing? Corbos in Little Italy. How are you? Ooh. Good evening, guys. How are you? This is Easter. Yeah. This is the Easter candy and the little cookies that they have out at Corbos. They started in 1957. Grandpa Corbo came from Sicily went to Allentown, PA, and was in the fur business. Well, guess what? Grandma Corbo was allergic to furs. So then he ends up on Kinsman (laughs) Avenue in Cleveland, and he starts his bakery. Guess what? He has no idea how to even bake a loaf of bread. Wow. So fast forward, they go from Kinsman to Collinwood to Little Italy, which we are here right now. So in 1960s, early 1960s, they opened up at the corner of Mayfield and Murray Hill. And now they're a couple of doors down, 12210 
Mayfield Road. They have over a hundred items in this bakery and everything is made guys daily here. Every wow. day it's fresh. It's really cool. Yep. So again, it looks amazing. It, yeah, it really is cool. And again, and look, really look at that case. Look at that case. If you pan that case, you said everything's made fresh daily. That means everything we're looking at gets sold. It, and that's how it. busy they are. And that's how many people enjoy and taste and eat. That place is fabulous. Yeah, it really is fabulous. And, you know, and the beauty of it is, again, these guys are hard workers. They're here at 3 o'clock in the morning. And they're also known for their wedding cakes. They had a wedding cake. Actually, one of the sons had a wedding cake made for his wedding. It had two doves in it. Mm-hmm. And the doves were let go. You couldn't do that today. No. <laughs> <laughs> so, isn't this fabulous? See, I yeah. kind of want to... I want to get divorced and remarried to get one of those cakes. Just renew your vows. I found the Corbo's Easter Bunny, my friend April here. So, again, this is really cool. They have everything that's pre-packed. You can come in and just grab a cake. You can grab a piece of cassata cake. Um, They have gelato here, which it's not here today, but they usually have gelato up. And look at all this to go, guys. Pitzels. Every flavor you can imagine. This is cool. Wow. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. Welcome to Easter. Easter is a very confusing day for me because I'm half Jew, half Catholic. <laughs> Only half of me is supposed to believe in Jesus. I'm in trouble. <laughs> I was going to say, how does that work out for you? <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> Isn't this cool? It's, it's amazing. Really, yeah. I mean, it yeah. really, you know, and here's the cool part about it. So I was talking about Grandpa. Corbo comes here in 1947. Fast forward, guys, four generations later, they are still running this industry, and they have a location, Playhouse Square. They have one on Mayfield Road in Mayfield. And, of course, this is their original, which they just do a fabulous job. So if you have bakery, if you want sauces, um, you know, make your own little – cakes here the whole nine yards it's really cool so now here's the best part i'm gonna walk into this room they've opened up the, their little uh pizza shop sub shop so you can get anything from a sausage sandwich to a sub sandwich to a meatball sandwich and they have all the dough that's made here again daily everything is homemade which i'm going to show you real quick Gluten-free pizza, wow. a deluxe pizza. Oh, look at that. Look at this, Mike. Homemade, oh, my God. Homemade ravioli like grandma and mom used to make. Oh. Little dinner salad, the meatball sandwich. <laughs> on their bread. <laughs> yes, on their bread. Oh, my God. And, and, and a sausage sandwich, again, with all their homemade sauces. So I got one little secret, something about me and my mom being Italian. I, we never had sliced bread in the house. My oh, mother yes. bought Italian bread every Sunday after church. And we would always have to cut us. We'd have to slice our own bread to make sandwiches and to make toast. It, Mike, that's funny you say that too, because in that bread, it wasn't like Wonder Bread that lasted no. on a shelf for no. 40 days. It no. lasted. It lasted one day because it was gone by the family, and if it was three days old, 
it was hard enough to knock out the mailman because it was fresh. No, if it started to get a little bit hard, that meant it was time to make meatballs. Yeah, that's true. Exactly oh. right. Guys, look at all the candies look that at they this. Have. Is this amazing? One of the uh, gunner guy uh, watching the show said he got his daughter's wedding cake there last year. It was, yes. It was awesome. So There you go. It's really cool. So Dominic Corbo actually is the guy who delivers the wedding cakes. What a cool job that is, huh? Yeah. So he throws them in the van and he delivers them on it. You know, he's gone. It's Saturday morning, comes back, picks them up. And with that, it's kind of cool. I was here doing my radio show here a couple months ago. So he had this huge wedding cake and they also ordered... 200 cannolis for the wedding party for the wedding wow yeah it's really cool so again they have the best cannolis here in the city rated the number one best cannolis i never tried a cannoli until i met triv and he's like said they gotta have a cannoli it looks weird and he's like have a cannoli and i tried it It was like the most amazing thing i ever had And then he told you it was cheese. Yeah. There it is, guys. Is Look this so that. cool? Yeah. <laughs> now, I would t- ask him if they have a box, Tony, and I'll give you my address. You can mail that right to my house. <laughs> I'm going to make sure you get a couple cannolis, Mike. Guess what? That. Leave the gun. Take the cannoli. <laughs> <laughs> really? God, that looks amazing. And once Although I think again, my blood sugar just went up 100 points by watching that's it. That's funny. By, just by looking. But once <laughs> again, we are talking about another incredible food experience in Cleveland that is because of a family-owned and run and operated business. We're blessed here, man. You know what? We are blessed. You know, this is it's one of the best ethnic cities. You know, again, you look down the street here, and there's over 10 Italian restaurants Right in this little pocket, which is a destination. Yeah. They just they just opened up another one right down the street at random. Excuse me, I'm eating my cannoli here. Um, <laughs> it's called Wolf, and they have another little deli. There's going to be a deli right by Valorio's next to Greenos here, as I'm showing you down the street. Yeah. And it's going to be it's going to literally be like cut sandwiches. You can actually buy lunch meat there, and oh, behind wow. it. They're going to have a little speakeasy. Oh, wow. That's cool. I mean, this yeah. has such, I mean, again, like you had talked about this from before, Mike, it has, you know, such a great generation and a history just in this town. You know, this, when my parents lived here, there were 100% Italians living in this little area on yeah. Mayfield and Murray Hill. Yeah. Now there's about 10% that live here because what they've done is they've rented these houses out. The kids have taken over the homes, and now they've rented them out to all the kids that are going to Cleveland State, um, Case Western Reserve. Right, right. So you see, like, a lot of Asian population and Muslim um, that are going to schools around here. But it's still, guess what, rated the safest place in the city. Safest. Yeah, I can imagine that. Trip would always talk about that. He would always talk about how... Little Italy is the safest place to, to be. Yeah. You know <laughs> why? Line. Because it's, it's really not, hard to do a smash and grab and run away when you're no. stuffed. No. And you know what, Mike? <laughs> and it's because Italians, everyone here owns guns. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, since you're right there and you're panning yes. up and down the street in Little Italy, 
What are they doing with the theater? So that's a great question. So the theater is right here. Yeah. Which is, which is owned. It's so funny. I'm glad you're talking about this. So this theater has been here since the beginning of the 1900s when literally, and you see all this brick, literally started here. I mean, the Italians built the brick uh, streets in this theater. Yeah. It's, a it's a storage area now. Corbos wanted to buy it. The apartment complex next door wanted to buy it. They wanted a million dollars for this place. It's not going to happen. Wow. Um, yeah. This this had a lot of history, though. My yeah. mom saw, when she was 13 years old, saw the aftermath of a shooting here when she was in her teens. Think about wow. that. That's something. So, Somebody ought to yeah, buy yeah, that yeah. place, put big red booths in there, an eight-piece house orchestra, and yes. serve a great steak with pasta instead of baked potatoes. Yeah. That's what and, should go in there. You know what? And it's funny you said that because right next to it was the Golden Bowl, which was Italian steak, yeah. seafood. Um, you know, that, mm. and, that was, and, you're, and you're talking the late 70s. Yeah. So, again, the neighborhood's changed a little bit, but Corbo still has the same donuts and the same cannolis. And you got to, again, try. And there's an entrance right here. Let me just go to this area here. So this is Corbo's new pasta pizza. It's just to the right of the bakery itself. And, of course, they have fish fry dinners and fish sandwiches. Nice. So, guys. Man, it looks amazing. Yeah. Um, I'm hungry again. I know. I always get you guys hungry. And, again, you know what? What we're going to do is a Wednesday night before the feast happens, and we talked about this before, we are going to do the broadcast here. We'll make sure we get a great internet connection. And while they're setting up here, this would be a great show for a couple hours. Yeah, Just we got to get down there, no doubt. We have, to, yeah. we have to make that so happen. We'll make it happen. Hey, yep. let me leave you with this, guys. I have stock in McDonald's that my dad bought when I was in my 60s. It just topped at $250 a share, which is kind of ironic or coincidental because the people walking in McDonald's have topped 250 pounds. <laughs> I, will see, I will see you guys next week. You have too, bro. Easter. Thank Thanks, Tone. Bye-bye. Have a great Bye. night. Happy Thanks oh, again. That place looks amazing, man. I'm telling you. I'm telling we do got to do a remote down there. We do. You know, I need a cheat day. I'm allowed to have some food. Yeah. Like one day and just, you know, pile it yeah. on for a couple hours. That'd be a good time down there. It There's sure so many would. great places to eat down there, though. I mean, Corbo's is amazing. Great stuff. We got to call Bella, Tony. Mia Bella is, is down there, and I love that place. Tony was there once. Garino's is down there. Etna is down there. We got to sit down with Tony, and what we got to do is find a restaurant on on a night, you know, Monday night once a month or say, and do the uh, uh, broadcast from there and discuss things with the audience. But everybody just eat good food. Yeah, no doubt. Um, because it does look a, a lot of fun. Uh, Natalie says thanks. So she's also Natalie's also giving me Guardians updates. Yeah, I, I don't know if I want to like say it. Maybe somebody's you know recording the game or something like that. And, uh, but well, I don't care if anybody's betting. What's the score? Natalie says bottom of the seventh. Guardians four A's oh, nothing. Go go. Guys. Thanks, Natalie. Well, now it's ruined for me. I was going to go downstairs and watch the game, but now I'm going to no. um, But 
Unfortunately, I do have to wrap things up tonight, man. I, I'm sorry. I, I, I get to do that, this to you. Man, your dad's in town. That's all you got to say. Yeah, and you know, I'm back to uh, regular stuff next week, and we're going to talk Trump next week. Um, we'll have Tony out somewhere again. Um, but enjoy your Easter. Yeah, you too. Happy Easter to you and your family. You told me you got your dad until Saturday, and then there's a little family vacation in there for uh, – Molly, I, that's Molly. great. Yeah. You guys have a great weekend. You doing anything and, uh, for Easter? Yeah, we're having a houseful. Oh, I nice. love to cook. So does Mary Jo. We're having a houseful. Very good. Well, enjoy that. And everybody and, watching, thank you and enjoy your Easter or whatever as well. Yep. Happy Passover and yes. happy Easter to everybody else too, guys. Enjoy the holidays. Keep the spirit. And let's keep some of that uh, peace and healing and faith and love going all the way till Christmas. Sounds good. All right. Thanks, Mike. I'll talk to you uh, soon. Everybody, you got thank it, you. Good night. Have a good night. See you. You too. What's going on, everybody? It is Chris Aiken from Chris Aiken Presents. Back with another edition of the Seth Williams Show Music Moment. And today we are going to go outside of the United States. We are going to go to a little band out of Canada that most of you, probably all of you, have never heard of. This band is fantastic. This is one that many don't know, but everybody should know. The name of the band is In Vertigo. Now, like I said, they are from Canada. Um, they are fronted by a guy named Reed Alton, and Reed is not only the frontman of this band, but he's also the frontman of a really, really popular progressive metal band known as Osiren. So if you like progressive metal, think like Dream Theater or bands like that, then you'll definitely like what he's doing in that band. But here in Invertigo, this is definitely his rock outlet. Um, he, he and his band, it's a five-piece band. This is just straight up rock and roll. They play all over Western Canada, so they play the other side of Canada. Uh, they've played with with the usual cast of characters that you would expect for this kind of a rock band, playing with Buck Cherry and um, like Diamond Head. I think they've played in front of Pop Evil, uh, John Karabi, who once fronted Motley Crue. You know, they they've just played with a bunch of different bands and. Their style is what Seth and I argue about all the time. Is there or is there not straight ahead rock and roll that is still being made out there today that kicks ass? So rather than me talk all about it, the band is called In Vertigo. Uh, let's take a listen to a little bit of them. This is a clip from their video from their song called Chains. It's In Vertigo right here on the Seth Williams Show.
Okay, that was Chains right here on the Seth Williams Show. The band is Invertigo. Uh, make sure you check them out if you like them. Um, Invertigoband.com. Um, and they are on the streaming platforms with their uh, with their last release. So you could go out there and get that one. And, uh, you know, it's just, it's just a great band. It's one you should definitely check out. It's one I think you guys will like. So Invertigo, our music moment of the week right here on the Seth Williams Show. And just as a side note, make sure you're watching my show as well. That is Chris Aiken Presents. ChrisAiken.net is the website. Uh, it's on. We're live every Monday from 8 p.m. to 10 p.m. interviewing all your favorite metal bands and rock bands and all that kind of stuff. So make sure you check us out there. And make sure you're obviously following along on the CMS Network, cmspn.com. And that's going to do it for me, Chris Aiken, for The Seth Williams Show. This has been the New Music Moment. Hey, it's Seth from Mario's Barbershop in Parma, 7526 Broadview Road in the Pleasant Valley Shopping Center right next to Big Lots. You got to check out Mario, man. Great guy, does a lot for charities, but can perform miracles with hair. He even made me look clean cut. Does my hair, does a great job. Love talking to the guy while I'm sitting there. It's a great place to go. Local business. You gotta go to Mario's Barbershop in Parma. Mario's Barbershop in Parma, 7526 Broadview Road. Again, in Parma, Pleasant Valley Shopping Center, right next to Big Lots. Or give him a call, 216-520-1977. That's 216 216- 520-1977, Mario's Barbershop in Parma. Trust Joe's Lakewood Computer at 14035 Madison in Lakewood. They have over 30 years of professional service handling laptop and desktop repair services, virus removal, and data migration, and much more. You can trust them with hardware updates to your computer's memory and hard drive. Call 216 651 3880. Whether you need a simple Windows install or you're interested in the latest computers for gaming, call Joe's Lakewood Computer at 216-651-3880. This is Tim Elkhorn, radio voice of the Cleveland Cavaliers for attorney Will Spiegelberg. Will Spiegelberg is not only a name you know, he's someone you can trust as your attorney no matter the circumstance. Will Spiegelberg is an attorney you can always count on. Will Spiegelberg is the attorney you should contact for all your legal work. When you need an attorney, call Will Spiegelberg at 216-233-4240. Attorney Will Spiegelberg, a great teammate. 216-233-4240. 